say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Tide Nation podcast, sponsored by Anchor, with your hosts, Adam and Jake. Your source for all things Alabama. Roll Tide. What's going on, everybody? You guys are listening to the Tide Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Adam and Jake, and we hope everybody is doing well and safe today. And we, again, we appreciate you guys listening and following us. So, Jake, you doing good, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm here. I guess you know. Typically, I guess we've been so used to after these recaps, we're like so excited. But you know, it's kind of a step back to reality right now. Yeah. Um heartbreaker on Saturday, but we'll get into that. So we are going to go over today uh, the loss, obviously, to Oklahoma on Saturday. We're going to look ahead to the LSU game on Wednesday, which is, again, pretty – we're not playing on Tuesday, which is a good thing. We get another day rest. And then we're going to cover some social media questions and comments. So let's let's dig in, man, to the the Bama-Oklahoma game, which – wasn't the outcome that we wanted. Um, Oklahoma ended up beating us 66 to 61. And it, it was, uh, I don't know what to say really, except for we didn't play our best game. I mean, we came in obviously 14 and three on a 10 game win streak and Oklahoma came in 10 and four, won their last two games against Kansas and Texas, who were both ranked in the top 10. So Oklahoma was not a pushover. Um, but, man, it just wasn't a uh, a typical game that we've seen. I mean, the last couple of games we've had have been kind of nail-biter close. We haven't kind of squeaked by. We locked down on defense and put, and, and pulled some things out. But this, this just wasn't a typical game for us. No, I mean, it, it wasn't. Um, you know, I – Right away, they just seemed something was off. It just didn't seem like they were comfortable. It didn't seem like they were ready for this game. And and they were down really quickly. They obviously, you know, got back. But they just seemed off the whole time. And I don't know 
what exactly it was because this team is so used to facing adversity. But something was just not right. And I think that we're going to try and figure out what it is. But obviously, this is no one's fault. But like, this is a team effort. And um, there's just so much that probably needs to be improved over the next few weeks. Yeah, I think this rest is going to help a little bit. We're, I think we're banged up. I think we're more banged up than people think we are. I mean, again, Herb Jones had gauze hanging out of his nose on a blatant offensive foul. Like I said, I'm not going to chalk anything up to to bad officiating. I think I might have tweeted it, but in the heat of the moment, you know, there was a play where Herb Jones went up, um, didn't even really touch him, and the guy swung his hand down and bloodied his nose, and they called a foul on Herb Jones. I was just like, are you kidding me? That I mean, that's it's it is what it is, man. But they are not fans of a Herb Jones. No, they are not joining our Herb Jones fan well, account. Well, you know, I'm, I'm offended. We we have cookies. <laughs> I mean, they did not want Herb Jones to play defense. They called a couple of fouls on him, man. I was just, I was livid. Uh, I mean, that, that's not the reason we lost the game. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't the – like, our defense was slowly getting back up to speed, but I don't think it was these, you know, flagrant fouls or these calls that were having any effect. It was just that – I think it just goes back to they just never fully looked comfortable throughout the game. Yeah, they – here, here's thoughts that we've kind of put together on this. One, they didn't shoot the ball as well as they have been. And I've mentioned this in the last probably two or three podcasts that we've done that we need to shoot the ball about 40 to 45% behind the three-point line to win ball games. And we shot 35%, which is close, but that's about two or three, maybe three – Three more threes to get to 40%. Three more threes gives us nine points that beats them by three. So, well, what did we lose by five? So, yeah. Um, you know, again, shooting the ball, we, we it just wasn't happening. Um, it, it was not not an offensive-minded day for, for us. Uh, and, and not that Oklahoma was any better. Um, maybe just a touch better. And a touch better was obviously enough to to pull out a victory for them. Right. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's something that they'll pick up on and something that they definitely will realize. But it's just for this game, I think there were times over the past few games where we've gotten a little careless. And I think this is where it was on display for us. Yeah, I mean, we can't be, you know, we, we can't hit 23 threes a game. It's not going to happen. Um, I, I would love if it if it was and if it did happen. But, you know, 10 threes in a game, that's not horrible. But when we jack up 28, and you, like I said, you hit 35%, you need to make a couple more. And, you know, they were coming in to – into Oklahoma on the road against a team that's 
I think, better than what their ranking was at the time. I I didn't look today, but I, I'm pretty sure they probably moved up. We we lost one spot. And we're still in the top ten, which is great. That you know, that just means we played a good team. Um, but you know, didn't shoot the ball well. Another thing was turnovers. And I know that we are fans of the, well, we are, we're like the Herb Jones fan account. We say that every time, Uh, but he didn't have his best game. Um, Five turnovers for Herb. I mean, some of them were kind of, eh. And then some of them were like, man, Herb, that wasn't great. Um, But he still played good. I mean, he only shot the ball four times. So he still got rebounds. He still got assists steals it it was just turnovers in any basketball game it doesn't matter who's playing it could be the school of the blind and turnovers are going to lead to opposing team scoring and you know that it's a game changer it's a total game changer to not to turn the ball over versus not turning the ball over it very much is. And I think with that, like, it's you have to kind of put into consideration that turnovers are going to make or break any game. Like, remember when we played Ole Miss a few years ago and we had five turnovers? I mean, the second we got to number four, I said, all right, we're not going to win this game. And I think with this, it's kind of the same atmosphere pretty much it's we can't you know win a game if we turn it over this much and we were absolutely right we could not have won that game I mean, we had 16 turnovers it was just it was hard to watch sometimes i i never thought though at one point they got up like 11 to 2 or something i thought oh lord we're about to get blown out of this gym and they fought back, and it never really got horrible again. I think it maybe got to 10 or 11 points again, and we clawed back. And, you know, another thing was we had a chance to get some buckets late. About a minute and a half, Reese missed, like, two wide-open threes. Keon Ellis missed a three. Uh, we missed a layup. I mean, it was like we could have won that game. And we probably should have won that game. If we play them again or we played them a couple of weeks ago, I think it's I think we win. Um, but like I said, you gotta you gotta make open shots and you can't turn the ball over. So that those two things. And the other thing that was absolutely driving me insane was all of the offensive rebounds we gave up. I think we gave up 13 offensive rebounds and we grabbed five or six. So pretty much double us up on offensive rebounds. And this kind of goes back, Jake, to what we've been talking about is Bruner not being there and Rojas kind of just coming back a little bit. I don't know. I think he had COVID. I think that was, it was undisclosed medical. So my guess is that's what he had. So he's probably just kind of getting back into things, but not having a presence to rebound the basketball and be inside is it's, it's killed us the last three games. Now we've won two out of three, but still big, big thing to uh, to make up for when you don't have that presence inside. 
Yeah, and I mean, we've always talked about over the past few weeks how we didn't realize how big the loss of Bruner was. And I'm still going to keep saying it because we don't have that rebounding presence. You know, we have more guards than forwards, so we have people who can get the ball around. But we don't have someone who can, you know, finish. And then, you know, Alex Reese was doing a good job, but, um, you know, he's a hybrid forward guard so it's kind of a mix between the loss of Brunner is a little big and it's slowly like getting the target bigger but we don't have anyone who's fully prepared to step up in that presence yeah I I mean Reese played I think Reese played great on Saturday he stepped up and he did what he could um especially offensively. I mean, 15 points, he shot the ball 14. I think he he shot it more than anybody. Uh, But three for 10 from a three-point line, I mean, 10, he jacked up 10 threes. Who is he, John Petty? (laughs) We we don't need him to be John Petty. We just need him to be a presence on the floor for leadership. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if he shoots 10, but I want him to make more than three. And 30% really isn't that bad shooting especially for a guy his size who can actually shoot the ball Um, but yeah he I thought he played outstanding I thought uh, Shaq had a good game I I want to talk about this and I do not want to down any of our players but Quinterly has got to find out what's going on he just he had a horrible game in my opinion I don't think he played hardly at all in the second half um, he came in, had a couple of turnovers, some fouls. I mean, he, he didn't really contribute offensively. He, what he shoot the ball one time in 13 minutes. So I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I know he's a transfer, and I know, you know, he, he was medically not playing at the beginning of the year. But we need him. He's a game changer. This guy is really good. He's on our team for a reason, and I, I don't know what needs to change to make him to make him play better, or or not not better, not better, more consistent. Yeah, and I'm with you on that, Adam. I think with this, it's he knows he's good, and we know he's good, but I don't know if he's been challenged. I know that we always talk about the wake-up call that Nato's had when he benched Petty and Bruner and how it propelled this team. Maybe we need that wake-up call for Quinterly. I mean, you see how his minutes gone down. And what's crazy is that Keon Ellis had more minutes than Quinterly. And if we were to mention that, you know, in the offseason – we would have probably looked at you and said, wait, what? You're telling us that someone who was a five-star recruit is not going to have as much time as someone who was a transfer? So I think right now that might be Nate Oates kind of challenging Quinterly. Yeah, Keon Ellis had a hell of a game, though. He did, yeah. He I mean, was he, so impressive. I mean, 20 minutes, and he had 11 points, five rebounds. I mean, he – he shot the ball well. He was one for two from the three-point line. I mean, he had an outstanding game. If we if we can get that kind of production out of him and Quinterly off the bench, 
and our starting five do what they normally do. Petty was off. I mean, he had nine points. But I think that, like I said, if, if we can get that production, even Jawan Gary, if we can get some out of him, he comes in and gives you hard, you know, he only played four minutes, but he played hard for four minutes. So, again, Quinterly was – he's so sporadic for me right now. And I love the kid. And like I said, I don't, I don't want – Anybody take this as I'm bashing him because I'm not. He's on our team for a reason, but he's got to find some some consistency in his game and figure out what's going on because it, it you know one game he's he's hot and the next game it's like where's your head at man? So I don't know what to do about that and and I'm not a coach and I'm not Ada not eh, Nate Oates or Petway. So um, like I said, we, he's just got to figure something out, but. It, it was a game where I wasn't 100% worried about it, and I guess I should have been, but it was a game that we should have won for sure. There's no reason why that team – that team is not better than us. Now, we didn't mention this, but we talked about it before. You know, their Oklahoma's best player was out. Reeves was out, and they go to that guy late. I watched – I went ahead and found a couple of just – highlights of games that they had and they go to him late and he wasn't in the game so that just tells you one Oklahoma's really good because Alabama's not a pushover and two you know without their I don't know what would have happened if he would have been in the game it could have been different you know maybe maybe we would have won if he was in there I don't know but all I know is that kid's the best player on their team and he wasn't there and they still beat us yeah I mean, that's the thing. Like, you have to wonder. You have to wonder what we would be like if someone else was playing because, obviously, our main goal is to take away your number one option and make you struggle. Was that a wrench in our game plan? Because you look and see how, if most teams was their top option, the other team is kind of rubbing their hands together saying, oh, my gosh, we actually like might do really well. Did that, you know, kind of throw us off our focus? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. All I know is that he wasn't there, and it was, it was just sloppy for us. We can clean it up. I know we will. Nate Oates will have him ready. Uh, we get an extra day now, so we don't play till Wednesday, which is is good. I think, like I said, we're beat up. I think Herb Jones is hurt more than than uh, the, than we know. Again, he goes. It's not he can't go a game without something happening to him. I mean, he got popped in the nose last game. Another game, he falls on his wrist again. I mean, it's just. But the kid gets back up and and continues to play and tries to help this team win. I mean, he played thirty six minutes. Our starters played a lot of minutes in this game, and and that's the other thing, Jake. Maybe we're tired. You know what I mean? Maybe we're a little tired, and I'm not using that as an excuse of why we lost, but we've pretty much played two games every week. I mean, you know, Tuesdays and Saturdays for a month now, and that doesn't, might not seem like a lot in in basketball world, but still, maybe that's something. Maybe we're a little tired, and we just need a break. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. Maybe we're, you know, a little tired. But I still think, like, 
um, I still think that there's something up with us, and we eventually should be able to figure it out, but um, it's more of like when. Right. It doesn't need to be when. It needs to be now. Like, fix it. That way this doesn't happen again. Because out of conference, you know, we're going to – we're halfway through the SEC now. You know, we're going to go to the SEC tournament. And then when when tournament time comes, because we're going to make the tournament. I don't know what seed yet, but we're going to make the tournament. And I would say nine times out of ten, we're not going to play somebody from the SEC. And that, our, our out-of-conference record is not the greatest. Uh, but so, – so we got to fix that. Um, but, yeah, I think – getting an extra day rest here and kind of just regrouping and seeing what's going to happen and get a game plan coming up against LSU, which we know we can beat. We've done it before. So I have total confidence in this team. I don't ever go into any game and look, it wasn't, it, it wasn't an SEC game. We're still perfect in the SEC. Yeah. We're not, you know, you know, we dropped one spot in the AP poll from nine to 10. So it wasn't like we lost to, an unranked Florida Gulf Coast, you know, it, uh, which I love them, by the way. They, that, yeah. that one year in the tournament, I was cheering so hard for them. But you, you, know, you get what I'm saying. It's not like we we lost to some, you know, D2 school by 30. I mean, we lost to a number 24 team who had just beaten two top, te- top 10 teams in a row. And it, it is what it is. We lost. We just got to suck it up and, and move on. And that's what we're going to do for, for LSU uh, on Wednesday. So – we got to. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, guys, we're gonna dig into the LSU game uh, that's coming up on Wednesday. So we will be right back. All right, guys, we're back. So Jake, we got LSU on Wednesday. We record this on Monday night, so. Obviously, another big SEC matchup, dude. We kind of murdered them last time we played. Was that the game we did? The Did we set the record that game? Was that that, that game? That was when we broke our own record for threes. So, yeah, that was a game we hit 23 threes. I'd love to do that again just because I think that confidence needs to, like we were talking about, that confidence kind of needs to come back. And when uh, When all the players start seeing shots go through the hoop, you know, if Petty's on, it's going to make Primo be on. It's, you know, when everybody sees things going in, it kind of gives them that confidence. So both teams are coming off losses in their previous games. I know that LSU in their last five is not great. They're they're two and three. And two and three against, eh, you know, they beat South Carolina. They got creamed by us. They lost to, to Kentucky, then beat AM and lost to Texas Tech. So I mean, LSU, they're good. Dude, Thomas is playing insane right now. He is. That kid is like really good. And and that's not the person that we would think we were talking. I mean, it should be Watford that we're talking about, but this, Thomas is averaging 22 points. He's shooting like 40% from the field and like 90% from the free throw line. So this kid is on fire. And mind you, he's a freshman. So they're not somebody 
obviously we know what we need to do to beat them because we have, but the, we can't come in this game thinking that's a win. Obviously, look what happened against Oklahoma. So I think um, it's back to the nitty-gritty and grind and, and do what we normally do. I agree. I think it's, you know, back to the grind, kind of figure out – I don't want to say figure out our our identity, but I think this is a game where we can kind of get back to our roots and remember that we are a good team. We are, you know, good at – basketball but it's also going to kind of remind us that hey you know just because we had one bump of the road it should inspire us to play better for the next time yeah and a lot of people are going to talk oh my god we lost to oklahoma well yeah we are but yeah you remember me we won 10 straight games so it's bound to happen i mean it's very hard to go undefeated in in any sport. It's hard. Our football team's really good at it. And hell, even sometimes we're not. I mean, we lose the game or here and there every now and then. But people got to realize that, you know, and this is a game, LSU, that they're going to want redemption, man, after what happened to them last time. I mean, it wasn't even close last time. So... Again, it's not going to be, you know, we're four and one our last five. They're two and three. You can throw that all out the window. It's going to be, it's going to, I think it's going to be a closer game. I I think we're going to win. I think we're going to come out and get back to what Alabama basketball is, and that's playing hard defense. I noticed this too, man. I forgot to mention this earlier, but. I can't remember the exact numbers, but if we score over 80 points, we we're like, I don't remember what it was. We lost like one game or something. And if you think about, we didn't, you know, we beat Kentucky. I don't think we scored 80 points. I think it was like 70 to 59, which that was a defense. I mean, that was a defensive guru at the end of it. But it seems to me we need to score about 80 points a game. And when we do that, we win. I think that's our MO. I think we need to score. And it's not the score fast. It's just be efficient. Don't turn the ball over. But also remember, you got to score. And remember that our defense is our second best offense. Yeah, 100%. This defense is insane. I never worry. That's one thing I don't worry about. Teams are going to get buckets. I'm not going to worry about that. But I don't ever worry about us defensively, ever. I don't know. Do you ever worry about us defensively? No, I don't worry. I worry about defensive rebounds. <laughs> but, yeah. But, I mean, but we, we all playing do. Defense. But, no, I think with playing defense, no, I don't worry about this. I worry that there are things that we're going to – kind of forget to do or be sloppy with, but I don't worry about defense, but I think it's also that we just need to make sure that we remember that we have to score 80. Like you saw what we were like when we scored, you know, when we scored 60 or 50. No, that's not us anymore. Like we've demonstrated that that's as far out of the window as possible. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I want to score 80. 
we seemed to, like I said, I, I saw something or heard it. I can't remember exactly what it was, but when we hit, you know, when we hit that 80 point mark on offense, we're like unstoppable. And if we do that, you know, I mean, we average 80 points for the year and we're only giving up 69. So we, we can do that. And I, I think obviously we can do it against LSU. We've done it once. We'll do it again. And we're going to try to do it again, but we just got to, we got to get some more offensive production. We got to see shots go down. If not, it's going to be a long night. <laughs> we uh, turn up the tempo a little bit. I, I, I like scoring fast. I like getting down the floor. I like Nate Hope's system. I love the – it's either – I can't tell you the last time I saw us take a medium-range jump shot, though. I haven't seen a 17-foot. Maybe – I think Ambrose I think Ambrose might have done it like two games ago. But every, if you look at our shot chart, everything's either behind the three-point line or it's at the basket. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. I have to agree with that. I mean, yes, it's different. Yes, it's, you know, a different style than what we're used to, but it works for us and it excites everyone else. It's exciting when somebody hits 23 threes in a game. <laughs> I mean, that game was so much fun to watch, and I pray that that happens again. And nothing against LSU because they're, they're a really good team too, man. <laughs> they're – better and we've talked about this when we played them last time it's will wade and despite legalities of everything the guy knows how to coach basketball 100 percent knows how to coach oh for sure he's he's not at lsu he's there for a reason no i have to fully agree i mean i think with him he's you know he's there for a reason and his reasoning is that hey if anyone can do this, I can do this. And, and kids are going to want to go there. I mean, it's LSU. He's going to get recruits. He's got them. You know, Thomas, like I said, is on, on fire. But we just – I don't know what we need to do here. All I know is we need to score more points than they do and, and, and come out with a victory and kind of get back to that two or three games in a row where we were just shooting lights out and shoot the ball 40 to 45%. I want more like, I think more like 45% from three is going to be killer. So, yeah, there's not much else to say about LSU. I don't know. I, I know everybody's watched them. Um, they're kind of streaky, but they are a very talented team. They're, I think they're young too. So, and they got, they got a good coach. So, I, I don't know what else to add except for play Alabama basketball. You know, play hard defense, get charges, don't turn the ball over. You add you, you add what you want, man. Yeah, I mean, that's the best way to put it. It's, you know, be smart, be efficient, don't try and be someone you're not. And I think that's the other thing. We're trying to be someone we're not. Yeah, we're, we don't – yeah, we don't need to do that anymore. Let's just go back to basics. So, I fully believe that Wednesday we're going to come away with a victory. Um Again, um, this is a Alabama podcast, so we're going to expect that. But this isn't a game. I, I fully believe it's not. I was a little iffy, iffy on Oklahoma. I still thought we were going to beat Oklahoma, but I, I fully believe that we're going to come out ready to go. 
And I, I know this sounds crazy, but I really think an extra day of, of rest or just practice, you know, light practice, whatever is going to help us. So like I said, I think we're more banged up than people think we are. And I could be dead wrong on that. But, and I think we're tired. And that's not an excuse because these guys should be playing and wanting to play. And, and, and they do, but everybody gets tired. But I think that this extra day is going to help. It's not going to hurt. It's definitely not going to hurt. But I mean, I think we have to get more people ready too. And that's another thing is that we haven't realized how um, banged up we are and that we kind of just need to remember that, hey, we're giving it our all too, but. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to finish up everything here today. We're going to uh, get into the social media stuff that we got coming in. So we'll be right back with you guys. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And I got a couple of reasons why. Number one, hey, it's free, guys. It doesn't cost you a dime. Also, there's a creation tool there. It allows you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or your computer. Everybody's on their phones and computers all day long. It's awesome. Hey, they'll also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more options. You can make money from this, guys, from your podcast. No minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Hey, so guys, if you really want to start doing this, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, it's social media question slash comment time and the first one (laughs) is kind of funny it's i'm gonna give her a shout out it's crushing on saban and i sent out a tweet earlier today it well this afternoon it's probably about three or four o'clock and i said hey me and jake are gonna be recording tonight everybody anybody wants anything send us your questions and she said i want to know if we're gonna learn how to make layups (laughs) And I like wanted to spit my water out because that was I thought it was funny, uh, but but what's f- funny about it in a bad way and a good way and in the bad way she's right, uh, she's absolutely right. I mean it's crazy because we all remember in elementary school how when we're learning to play basketball, one of the first things we're taught before even playing a game is hey, we're going to teach you the dynamics of making a layup. Don't worry. If you don't touch the backboard, that's okay. But you have to dribble and you have to get a good amount of air. And I don't know where that's been because we have been solely missing our ability to make layups. I mean, it's the easiest shot, Jake, besides a free throw. Because, I mean, nobody's guarding you on free throws. I mean, it's a layup. I mean, Shaq missed like two or three. And he had a good game against against Oklahoma. But, I mean, 
missing layups should not happen. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. I don't know. I, I, I mean, how do you even work on that in practice in college? It's college. You, you should know how to miss, make a layup, man. I don't know if you just need to just like hold them back and just like tug on a rope and say, hey, here's what you do. But no, I'm with you. I mean, it's something that's so easy, so fundamental that you don't think, hey, there's going to be any problems with it. And then that's one of our biggest weaknesses. 100%. I don't know how to fix it. They'll get it fixed, I hope. But it's driving me insane the last two or three games. I'm like, man. Oh, yeah. Hard. No, no. Big shout out because that's something that has to be on our minds, low key. Yeah. Okay. The next thing is a couple of these. I don't remember who sent them to me, but I, I do. I couldn't dig far back enough in my Twitter feed to find this. But one of them was Are you worried about our out of conference play? And I'm going to say, Yes, because I don't know if all of our four losses, I don't think they have, or maybe they have, I don't know, have come via, they have, actually have, obviously we're not in own conference. Uh, so all of our losses have, have come out of conference, which doesn't set us up well, man, going into the NCAA tournament. And obviously the SEC tournament, we still got that. We're, we're halfway through the conference schedule right now in the regular season, but we've got to clean that up somehow because we're not going to play all SEC teams in the tournament. No, I mean, we're going to be playing like, I mean, you see where we are right now. We're in the top 10. So we're going to get to the tournament and we'll be playing someone like Baylor, someone like Villanova, someone like Gonzaga. And we can't use the excuse, oh, well, you know, we're not prepared for out-of-conference teams because – you know, we want to be paired with the Gonzagas, the Villanovas, the Baylors. I mean, like, you see how often there are teams where they'll make it, and they make it so far in the tournament. And we just have to remember that we can do that too, but we can't make the excuse of, well, we're not used to playing at a conference. No, that, there's no reason for that. Basketball is basketball, and we got to play our own game. I mean, if we, I'm telling you, man, I'm, and everybody that's listening, I am telling you that it, if we are hitting shots and playing the defense that we play, there's not a team in the country that can beat us. Not one. Not Gonzaga. Not Baylor. I don't care who it is. If we're hitting 45 to 50% of our threes and we're not missing stupid layups, and we're playing the kind of defense that we play right now in the past, well, I would just say all year, really. I mean, we've gotten exponentially better over the year. But if we do those things, there's convince me otherwise that there's a team that can beat us. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you – it's the same thing when you play Alabama in football – when you play them in softball, it's you have to make sure that this team is getting into those situations where they make mistakes and don't know how to come back from them. Because same with football, they always talked about how you need a 
football player like a Deshaun Watson, like a um, you know Cam Newton or a Tim Tebow to beat you in this team. And that's kind of the case with Alabama, too. It's that we're not going to let one person beat us. And that's the thing with Oklahoma. We didn't let one person beat us. We let four different people beat us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's all out of conference. So we got to clean that up. Uh, It's just out of conference play is huge because it prepares you for the tournament. And this is kind of new to us. You know, it's it's been a while since we've been this stinking good. And obviously a lot of that is is the coaching, you know, co- you, you got to be able to coach these guys and and the, the players have to respond to coaching. So, it uh, again, it's just – it's got to happen. We got to get back to – Basics. We, we that's, got that's to. Really yeah, basics. We got to. And, and you got to do it now. Because if you don't do it now and we get to the tournament, like I said before, we're going to make the tournament. And depending on what seed we get, I don't know, because it's going to depend on how we finish. I think right now, I think we have a three-game lead right now. I think it's – I think we win – if we go six and three, we win. Maybe even five and four, the rest of the SEC. So I think – like you said, it's just basics, man. It's it's get down to basics, make shots, play good defense. That's what basketball is. Make shots, grab rebounds, play defense. I mean, that's and it sounds easy, and we can sit here and talk to her blue in the face about it, but we're not the ones out there. We're not coaching. We're not playing. So, yeah, I'm I'm a little worried about out of conference play, but then again, I'm not. I, I want to see how this team responds in the next you know couple weeks on the in-conference play, and then, and then we can revisit that. So the last thing we got is, and to be honest, this pissed me off when I saw this. It said that Alabama's hit their peak, and that's totally wrong. I don't buy it. I, 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 don't, I don't buy it. Go ahead. I do not buy it. I mean, if Alabama has hit their peak, it would have been, you know, earlier in the year when um, we beat Tennessee or when we, you know, um, beat Auburn or beat Kentucky and Rupp. But that's the thing. After all those big wins, we didn't come crashing down or anything. So I don't think we've peaked. And I can understand that some people – are concerned and that's okay because we are too but this team is as far away from being a peak yeah here here's my thought and something else that they added was we you know we had 16 turnovers and we're you know 18 games in i get that 100 percent. you know you can't have 16 turnovers and expect to win now we only lost by five points but the thing that kills me is that, and this was a Bama person that was that messaged me about it, and uh, there's no way this team has peaked yet. I mean, yeah, we did win ten games in a row. We did win ten games in a row. I get that. When we peak, is what when I say when I want to say that we peaked 
is, hey, we made it to the Elite Eight, or we won a national championship, or we made it to the Final Four. Hell, I'd be happy with Sweet 16. You know what I mean? Any Bama basketball fan is going to be happy to make the freaking tournament, period. I mean, it's far from it. I, I don't know what else to say because it got me really heated the other night, and I'm like, man, this is not right. These guys haven't peaked. We might be at the top of the mountain right now, but we still have we we're still there. We can keep going. Yeah, I mean we're still there. We're not done yet. I just think that you know we have played sloppy, and we just need to figure out how to get back to the twenty twenty Alabama basketball team. Yeah, and something else that I was you know they were talking about how we lost to a number twenty four ranked Oklahoma team. Dude, again, we talked about this already. That team beat two top ten teams in a row. It's not like Oklahoma's a pushover. And we'd won ten games in a row. One game, it's not going to kill us. We're 14-4. and four. Tell me the last time we were 14-4. and four. I think it was the 86-87 season. It like, probably was. <laughs> like literally, like 86-87. So, you know, it, to say we peaked is not – it's not in my vocabulary and I don't want it to be because I think we have a lot left to prove. There's a lot of basketball left. And yeah, again, like we had, like he said, we had 16 turnovers and if it's not, they said, if it's not fixed right now, it's not going to get fixed. That's a load of crap. Things can get fixed. Yeah. Things can get fixed. I mean, you have to understand that things are fixable. Like, especially when you've got, to pretty great and pretty consistent coaches. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's our social media stuff for today. Um, so let's let's hope and let's hope and pray. Everybody, say a prayer to your Alabama gods that um, we come out on Wednesday and hand LSU another butt whooping like we did last time. So, guys, we appreciate you listening. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at AdamRamer11, at Slake by Jake, hashtag Tide Nation Podcast. Please remember, obviously, to go out there and share it, subscribe, review, send us stuff. We need the feedback so we can make sure that we're doing doing things right and we can make it, you know, it as good as we can for you guys. So again, we love the interaction. So please remember to do that. And as always. Roll Tide, Jake. Roll Tide, Adam. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.